upon further review. Product of Sacramento, California, went to Cal. Jordan Kunashik comes out of nowhere to make this ball club. Congratulations, young man. How'd you do it? Thank you, sir. Well, first and foremost, I want to give all glory to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Without him, uh, I'm nothing. Uh, I would not be in this position, so all glory to him. Secondly, uh, I trusted the process. Just had the mentality of every day come out here and and get better, uh, stay where my feet are, stay present in the moment, and uh, tirelessly continue to work on my craft. And uh, I've got great leadership in the room with one of the best ever do it, Luke Keekley and, and Shaq Thompson and Coach Russ and the whole defense staff. And I just continue to work every day and get myself the best opportunity. You're going to make everybody learn how to pronounce your name with as well as you've played. Let's go back to something you said earlier, Jordan, about uh, Luke Keekley and Shaq Thompson. What have you learned from these veteran backers? First of all, uh, Sa- uh, Sacramento, being from Sacramento, Shaq is from Sac. And uh, I've always admired Shaq. I've actually known him since I was a young kid. Uh, so it was really cool to reunite with him when I got down here. And then Luke, uh, I've always admired him from afar. Uh, I wore number 59 in college for a reason. So it's a blessing to be able to play with both of them. And uh, just the little things, the little details, route combinations, uh, alignments of the offense. Those two do a great job of, of recognizing pre-snap with the offense uh, is going to do, and then they're able to execute uh, their assignment. So I'm just watching them every day and watching how they conduct themselves, how to be true professionals, and those are two of the best to, to me- uh, be a mentee of. Jordan Kanashi on Panther Talk. So when you played at Cal, did, were you guys aware that there was a former Cal linebacker from way back in the day before the day named Ron Rivera? <laughs> yeah, uh, I was fully aware, Coach Rivera. Uh, he's he's big in, in the Cal community, and a lot of people uh, have great things to say about him. And it's pretty cool because uh, coming to find out my senior year, I was actually awarded the Ron Rivera Scholarship. So um, that's Coach Rivera was actually the person who um, was – who I who I was the recipient of of his scholarship award, so uh, that was pretty cool to find out later on once we got here. His his wife was actually the one who told him, and and that's how I found out as well. That's amazing. Just a couple last things for you, Jordan. You uh, author one of the most incredible interceptions. It certainly took the longest of any that we've seen. I think it was a Hodges pass intended for Gentry in the Pittsburgh game. What happened, and uh, and what was your take on all that? Yeah, I just I just did what I was coached to do. Uh, Coach Russ does a great job every day of working individual drills, and that's something that he talks about is when you're getting ready to deflect a ball, uh, you lead with your with your inside hand, and uh, I stuck my right hand out and and deflected the ball and. <sighs> just the ball kind of was up and, and I felt it uh, kind of bobbling on both of us and I just I came up with it it was it was pretty cool and uh, I'm, I'm glad I was able to do that and put the offense in scoring position to uh, continue to uh, increase the lead you seem to know it was an interception even before the replay did you I did. It, it genuinely in my heart, I believed I intercepted it. But once it was under review, I was I was a little nervous. So I was like, man, hopefully it didn't hit the ground. But um, I came up with it, so that's all that matters. All right, one final football topic for you, Jordan Kunashik. The uh, special team, we always hear that for a young player like you, special teams can be your gateway in. Uh, is that true, and how have you tried to embrace it, if so? Yeah, I know 
That's my. That's going to be my role uh, as I start my career in the NFL is, is being on special teams, and that's something that uh, I'm very serious about, and that I'm working on every single day to improve my craft, uh, taking on blocks in space, and and being able to block defenders, which I'm not used to doing playing defense. But that's going to be important playing punt return and kickoff return. And um, we've got two great special teams coaches who had successful careers in the NFL, and, and Coach Chase and Coach Ben. And I'm going to do all that I can to continue to learn from them and some of the great veterans we have, uh, like Colin Jones, and and uh, just continue to work on my craft. And and that's going to be it's going to be big for me. You're a long way from home, but it's amazing to talk to you. Why don't you consider this your home for now? We're going to treat you as a Carolina guy from here on out. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm glad to be a Pan Panther. Keep pounding. That special excitement of opening week coursing through the veins of Marty Herney, our general manager. Did it feel a little different when you woke up this morning, Marty, roster set, and the Rams in the crosshairs? It does. You get excited. You know, all last week I wasn't out of practice, as you know it all, because we're kind of looking at all the tape and seeing who might become available. And we picked up three new players, so you're excited about coming out and seeing them and, and how they look. And then just excited about getting things going and get ready the the season start. Could you introduce the three new players to, to our audience, Marty, and, and what you liked about each one? Yeah, I think first let's start at, at receiver Brandon Zilster from, from Minnesota is a 6'2", 220-pound um, receiver and four-phase special teamer, and that's the key. We're looking for our fifth, sixth receivers. You're, you're really looking for them to provide special teams help. So that's why we got Brandon Zilstra and Ray Ray McLeod. And, and Zilstra's a guy who is, is a possession receiver, along with being a four-phase guy, got very good hands, um, has, uh, has played, played in the CFL two years out of Concordia and then went to Minnesota. His second year in the CFL, he had 1,600 receiving yards. Um, but he's a guy who, who um, I think can, can separate. He's a possession-type receiver, has great hands, um, has actually caught four punt returns, but he's more of a four-phase special teams guy. So that was important to us. And Ray Ray McLeod, um, I think, has special abilities as a punt returner. He's Buffalo drafted him in the sixth round two years ago. Um, they signed Andre Roberts, one of the top returners in the league this offseason. So they they let him uh, put him on waivers. And Ray Ray is a guy who I think can can could be a difference maker in the punt return slot and we've been looking for that for a while so we'll see I mean we, we need to see him and we need to see him in games but he's got that explosive ability and he's also a slot receiver that when the ball's in his hands he makes a lot of yards after contact but he's primarily a prompt punt returner who would be a reserve receiver um, and and then Natriel Jamerson from Green Bay number 21 is a guy who um, has decent size and very good speed Again, he's a special teams guy who can play gunner, he can play vice, uh, but he also can play corner, and, and he's got position flex where he can play safety as well. I think he could probably play all five spots in the secondary, but he's primarily a corner um, who was a fifth-round pick in 2018, and um, we think he can come in and be an immediate contributor on special teams and then fight for that third or fourth uh, corner spot and if you you have injuries if you need help at the the nickel or or safety he can do that as well marty herney on panther talk when new players come it means that some that you've got relationships with have to go 
Would your job be easier if you didn't care about people in the way that you do? Well, I think everybody cares about people that does this. And if you don't, it's time to get out. I mean, it's just, you know, these guys are are human beings that have done everything that, that you've asked them to do, and they're passionate. And when you have to, to sit across from a guy like Torrey Smith, who is one of the, the best biggest class acts I've I've come across in 25 years um, and and it's hard and and Kevon Seymour and and um, and Elijah Holyfield the hardest ones are probably after you cut down to 53 and guys think they made the roster and now you have the waiver claims and you have to make additional moves when you get awarded those people those are extremely hard but they're all hard I mean these guys in some cases you're in in their lifetime dream and and I think that, um, you know, it's it's I think if you lose that human aspect, then you, it's, it's time to get out. But you still have to make the best decisions for the team. So the roster is set. We talked about the Rams coming in. What, what kind of a roster top to bottom do you feel like this is? We'll see. You know, I think that, that you always, you, you're, you're evaluating all the way from the first day of OTAs all the way through training camp. I, th- I do think, I've always believed that if you have a major uh, weakness or hole at a spot that it shows in the first game, but I think that you don't get a truly good feel for your roster until maybe three regular season games in. Um, but we feel like we've addressed a lot of needs. We feel like we've got a good mix between veteran and young guys. Um, you know, 16 uh, of, of our 53 are from the last two draft classes. 13 of our 15 draft picks the last two years are on it, and then three rookie free agents and Reggie Bonifant and, and Kyle Allen and Jordan Kunisic are on it. So I think that you know we've done a good job of getting a good mix of veterans and rookies, um, and, and we have some, some depth. I think we have some pretty good depth, and I think we have some playmakers. So that's, that's kind of what you look for to when you put the 53 together. We'll see. It's very important to get to a, off to a fast start, and we've got a huge challenge against the, the defending NFC champion Sunday. Last question for you. The average age of this roster is a little bit younger than the average age of the broadcast booth and your staff, 26 and a half. Do you like the mix of youth and experience? I really do, and that's, that's and I think we went down. We were probably, what, the second or third oldest team in the league. I think we've gone down to about eight or nine now. We're at 26.2 average age 26 26.2 you'd like to get in the 25s but again we have some veterans that are very very valuable to us that um you know are are 30 plus but we have a lot of young guys and i do think we have a very good mix i think you go to every meeting room and there's a veteran in there with young guys and and that's the key is to get the right type of of guys and the right type of veterans that can can teach these guys how we do things the young kids how we do things bring them along and we also have some young guys who really fit the personality type that we're looking for so we'll see how it goes but we feel good about the the makeup of our roster right now great to hear marty you're the best thank you for your time thanks big Always good to talk to the head coach of the Carolina Panthers on uh, Panther Talk. We'll talk about practice, the Rams, in just a second, Coach. But uh, how was the weekend for you trying to separate 
uh, who you wanted on this club with uh, with with who was gonna you're gonna have to park company with. You know, it was a tough weekend. A lot of good young men, you know, came in, gave us their best, and unfortunately, we couldn't keep everybody. So, you know, we made decisions we thought were gonna be the best for this football team going forward, and just feel good about where we are right now as we prepare for the Rams. I know you like team speed. You want this uh, roster to be quick and twitchy and effervescent. How do you feel about it in those categories? Well, I think we got fast. I really do. I like what we did starting with, um, you know, all the way back to the OTAs through mini camp and right into training camp. We look like a faster football team now. We'll see how we do on Sunday. Coach Rivera, were there any surprises on the roster? Maybe a guy that you, you tried to kind of maybe tried to, to keep keep off but just played his way on? You know, um, you look at some of these young guys that really stepped up, I and mean, Reggie Bonifan had a really good camp. He really did real, real plays with what we got from Reggie. And then you look on the defensive side, and and and, and uh, Jordan Kuznick, I didn't say that right, but <laughs> Kunashi, thank you. Jordan is a heck of a young man. He did a nice job and really showed us that uh, he's developing and growing. So we feel good about what we got from our young guys going into uh, to the regular season now. Everybody knows it's not a democracy. Kunashi went to Cal as you did. Did that help him make the team? No, not at all. What helped him make the team was his great effort. He came out and practiced really well and showed that he learned and was growing as a football player. A lot like Reggie, you know, really, really pleased with what we got from Reggie Bonifant at running back. And here's a young man that's going to give it, get an opportunity to contribute. No doubt that Cal intellect, though, will help him uh, learn this position and this game. So now you got less guys at practice, more reps for the guys that are out here. How do you try to make use of that getting ready for the Rams? Well, the biggest thing is is, is we've we got to be able to do is make sure we're getting quality reps. You know, it's not how many you get, but how good they are. And we got to get really good at these reps and understanding how to practice in terms of preparation. What kind of team are the Rams, Coach? You know what? They're 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 a very athletic team. They they play fast. They make a lot of things happen on both sides of the ball and in special teams. They're, they're a little bit of everything as far as special teams are concerned. So we've got to be ready for for all the different things that they can do. We'll let you go. We'll talk more about the Rams later in the week. But could you give Panther Nation a, a sense of how the Rams, with their offense, try to mess with the play clock and 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 kind of get your defense off track? Well, that's exactly it, Mick. They do try to mess with the play clock. They'll come out and they'll quick count you early on, and then they'll come up and they'll double count you. They'll hard count you to try and get you to show your hand. Once you've shown the hand, now the uh, the uh, you know the, the the head coach will tell the quarterback what what play to run. So we've got to be patient. We've got to understand you know what they're trying to do, and then we've got to go out and get, uh, execute as a football team. I know you'll have the defense ready to go, coach. Thanks. We'll hit you up later in the week. All right. Appreciate it, Mick. <laughs>